0: Hi and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cop. Thank you and enjoy. So as a community, we have started on a journey to be more intentional about our devotional lives to ensure that we're creating and protecting our time with God. Steve Elton started us off in these series. So if you've not yet read his blog or listened to his podcast, then I would suggest that you take the time to do that and then pop back over here. Steve's blog really helps to set the scene of what I want to share with you today. But I know that some of you are pressed for time, so I will give you a snippet So Steve paints a picture of us being in a small compact room that really isn't big enough for us anymore. But there's a door that leads to a completely different environment. So this environment is vast. It's got high mountains and deep waters and a multitude of textures. He had a vision that this place was an expression of God and that it was to be explored together in community. That we needed to step out of the confines of that initial small room and enlarge the space that we inhabit. As a community, we have been convinced that this exploration and enlarging will flow from our devotional time, that this would be the foundation from which things begin to shift and to flow. Following on from that, Simon shared last week about how we can benefit from a guide when we go exploring, how the use of a guide keeps us safe And in the capable hands of those who have experienced these terrains before. This, of course, is not to suggest that wandering off a path is wrong, but we know it's important to know where the path is to enable us to wander off it and explore God well. As I was setting aside time to ponder and think and pray about these things, I could not help but keep coming back to the phrase base camp. It just would not leave me alone something had to be significant about this. So I started to ask the question, well, what is base camp? So you'll often find a base camp placed around mountains or deserts or other extreme environments. It offers a place of respite, a start point or a familiar place where you can go from and come back to. And this is exactly what we need as a community as we go exploring God. There is so much adventure and excitement when we get to explore and discover new places. And exploring and discovering God is no different. We can go exploring with our guides or we can go off path. But either way, it is essential to have a place that is familiar to come back to and unpack what we have found. This is not to suggest that God himself is dangerous or not familiar But I think we can all acknowledge that we don't always see things perfectly or as they actually are. So when we go exploring God and getting to know him, it helps us to have these guides. But also to be able to come back somewhere so we can share what we have found and check that it does look like God and that we haven't misunderstood something that we found out. It is an exciting experience as we go exploring. We get to experience new joy and see new views. But also for anybody like myself who's climbed a mountain, it can also feel really vulnerable. You can feel unfamiliar when you're exploring pastures new. It can be confusing and it can raise questions and that is totally okay. And this is where base camp becomes so important. The base camp is a place where you can take a seat you can debrief, sharing in the joy and the confusions of what you found in a place where you are joining a community that are willing to explore it with you. And maybe there's a possibility that the very thing that you have found confusing has been seen from a different vantage point by somebody else in your base camp. Or maybe it prompts A group expedition to explore that together and to understand God better together. How wonderful of a picture can be built when people come together to share what they have experienced. An image and knowledge made richer by communities sharing together. We read in Ephesians 3 the power of when communities build together. And how much more in depth and intimate our relationship with the Father becomes when we learn from one another, sharing characteristics that have been revealed. It says, the mystery that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body and shares together in the promise of Jesus Christ. We do it together as one body. Later on in Ephesians, It talks about the freedom God has gifted to us to go exploring. He really wants us to do this. He's inviting us to know him better than we ever have done before. And we do this best together. Our father loves the idea of us wondering, pondering, exploring new aspects and parts of who he is. He wants us to get to know him like we learn about our friends, like we learn about our family and our spouses. And as we know him better, he wants us to share what we know with one another so that the whole community might know him more. In his final prayer in Ephesians 3, Paul says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of christ and to know that this love surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of god we know more of god by knowing each other each bringing a new element and aspect while we're out exploring. The same is expressed in 1 Corinthians 12, where it uses the analogy of a body. Every part is different, and every part functions differently and sees things from a different perspective. Communities and people in those communities are not meant or designed to be the same. We're not wired to see things from the same perspective all the time. And by coming together to share what we have found exploring God, from our different points of view, we can see him more fully than before. It says, even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? And if the whole body were an ear, where, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every single one of them, just as he wanted to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot simply say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. God has put the body together so that there should be no division, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. In verse 26, it captures again this idea of doing life together, laughing and wondering together. This is why we need base camp. This is what we're designed to do, to explore and to grow together. So with that, go and enjoy the adventure. But remember to bring your findings back to base so that we and your communities can grow too.